Hey Chit Chatters, and welcome to another episode of Life and Business Coaching for Millennials. In today's episode, we'll be talking with my special guest, Jacqueline Howard, who is a good friend of mine, in relationship to how to optimize your business using a virtual assistant. Jacqueline was a homeschool mom who was taking care of her four kids and found herself with the opportunity to create a business that was not only going to be profitable, but also help her family in ways that she never thought. So she created her own virtual assistant business that allowed her to still be at home at stay at home mom and homeschool her kids and have all the fruitfulness that she wanted in her life. I'm so excited to welcome Jacqueline to the show. Let's dive in. Are you a millennial who's struggling to find more purpose? Do you feel confused when you think about what you're created to do here? Do you waste time on job search engines searching for a better fit? Do you often feel unfulfilled with what you're doing on a day-to-day basis? Well, you don't have to feel that way anymore. Welcome to the Life and Business Coaching for Millennials, a safe space where people from all walks of life can come together to learn, grow, and transform. My name is Jose Miguel Longo, and I'm your host. Life and Business Coaching for Millennials is a place where diversity is celebrated and encouraged, where we can have open, honest conversations about uncovering your purpose in business, feeling more joy in your life, and ultimately finding more happiness and success. I look forward to having meaningful conversations and coaching sessions that will help you explore life, career options, be inspired, fueled, and fulfilled with laughter. It's time to chit chat with Jose Miguel. Let's dive in. Hi, Jacqueline. Welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited you're here to join us today. Thanks, Jose, for having me. I'm so honored to be here. Awesome. So I know that you're a VA, which some people think of a VA as a literally a virtual assistant that's a bot and not a person. So I think that's really interesting. And there's a huge market for this in the whole world, anywhere you work or live and play. But I really want to dive into how you as a mom have created this business for yourself as a virtual assistant and then helping our audience understand how they can optimize their business and energize and kind of not burn themselves out by hiring a VA. So I want you to share all your little strategies, all your tidbits, and how did you become this VA? So dive right in, share a little bit about your story. Sure thing. So I am a mom, four kids. And when I started my business, it was purely out of necessity. Um, I, you know, I wanted to be home with my kids because I did, you know, I assessed like the daycares and the preschools and the whatever, and all the ones I wanted, I couldn't reasonably afford without, you know, breaking my back to work all day, all night to afford it. But then I'd never see my kids just so that they could be in a nice school or daycare. And so for me, it was in my best interest to just be home with my kids, which meant we were on one income. And my husband was a high school teacher at the time. And no matter where you are in the nation, if you do the math, high school teachers do not make, you know, (laughs) that much money. And we're a family of six. And so even after couponing and, um, you know, buying everything on a budget, cooking everything from scratch, not having Starbucks, not shopping excessively. Like I did everything you could do to be frugal and it still wasn't enough to 
live comfortably, you know, make ends meet and stuff like that. So um, I was also running a homeschool group. I was the director and I was like hiring the teachers and doing all the things. And one of the parents in the group was uh, an online business owner and was like, um, basically noticed that I, I was managing a lot of this, you know, the administrative stuff. Cause that's really what I was. I was the administrator of this group. And so he asked like, Hey, I have this business and I could really use some help with um, answering emails and customer service and different things like that. Would you be willing to help me out? And you know, what he was offering to pay me was at that time was just like, could totally handle my family almost grocery budget for a month, you know? And so I was like, well, absolutely, you know? And, (laughs) and so I was doing this and it was, it helped us so much. And it didn't even dawn on me that it could be a business in my mind. I'm just like, I'm just helping a friend and this is really easy for me. And for him, it took a whole, you know, so he's, he's a creator. He's creating courses and writing books and Mar- he's doing all this stuff. And that little thing that I took off his plate launched, like his business was boomed because he could focus on creating new products, making new connections, uh, speaking, traveling, whatever he needed to do, double, triple his business. And I'm doing something that comes naturally to me. Mm-hmm. And so it was a win-win, you know yeah. what I mean? And just, and, um, and just what you said right there, I think speaks specifically to the idea of like, you have this skill that ultimately mm-hmm. this person is feeling like I have the skill and I have the ability to do this, but I'm like a little overwhelmed. I'm a little stressed out. How do I continue to create and grow out of what I'm doing in my business when I know that I'm struggling and Mm -hmm. you know what your abilities are and your skills are. And this person was probably like, like, how do I kind of, (laughs) what do I do? Right. So I think it's really unique that this person saw your talent, right. I talk about that a lot on my show and they recognize their talent, right. The person you're working with your, your, your clients Mm -hmm. to say, yeah, I think you could help me. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And um, I think too, it's like business owners have to recognize most business owners are fairly brilliant. There's almost nothing you can't do as a business owner. There's something about that kind of person that you likely have a range of skill, but just because you can, it doesn't mean you should be doing all of the things, right? And so it's that recognition of like, where where are my efforts maximized? Like what's going to give us my biggest return on investment right and so his time is best invested doing a b and c and he outsourced the other things and so um but yeah that's how it started and one day actually i was he assigned a task to me and i didn't want to be a burden and be like what is that or how do you do that and so i was like sure thing i'll handle it and i got on google and i was like what is that and um and Google. yeah and um that searching and digging it may have been some kind of ad or something but i saw this like you know um virtual assistant boot camp blah 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 and i was like i don't even know what was on there that made me recognize like wait this is me and so i clicked on it and it was basically how to set up 
the like how to be an actual business doing what I do and I was like what are you kidding me this is a business and then you know and then of course the world opened up and I met all these other people that were making 10k months and all this stuff wow being a virtual sales like oh my goodness I mean thank you I can buy groceries but 10k months I <laughs> I can have a 10k month like can you imagine what you can do making that much a month, right? I know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> we I, I, yeah. So I went ahead and I um, signed up for this course. And so the rest is history. And, um, you know, got up, set up legally and all that stuff. And then, you know, it gets you set up to a point. But then the rest of the work, you got to put in that work of finding the clients, of being um, delivering a good experience for the clients and so they keep referring you and things like that so that's how I got started in the business and there was a second part to your question I forgot <laughs> well I, I know what you just said because I know that you're a podcast host and I saw in your podcast I have to go back and listen to those I think I have three episodes to catch up on but you have an episode that talks about uh, customer service versus customer experience right mm -hmm. and I think yeah not really a hundred percent relevant to what we're talking about, but definitely plays a really huge role. Even in business owners, mm -hmm. they may hire you as a virtual assistant, but we as business owners have a reputation to build and serve, which is really critical. So think about the burnout someone may have when they're not paying attention to the fact that they have to really pivot themselves to say, what am I going to outsource at this point? Because I can only do so much and recognizing right. their skills and talents. Right. The other part to my question was really diving into a little bit about <clears throat> the, the pieces of what a VA can do to really take someone's business to the next level. And you talked about it a little bit with your client and that person recognizing how much more they can be creative and creating these programming and courses. Mm -hmm. But for what is your strategy and what do you think would be helpful? And again, this depends on the business owner and, you know, what they do. But generally speaking, there are things in a business that only the business owner could do. Like if you are, if when I support a, an author speaker, I cannot write the book. I cannot get on that stage and speak for them. I just can't. But I can book the interviews for them. I can book the speaking gigs. I can respond to, you know, the random emails that they get about this, that, and the other thing. Like, what was that episode where you said this? They shouldn't have to spend time responding to that. I can do that. You know what I mean? So it's like business owners have to determine, like, one thing that when sometimes people reach out to me and they're like, I know I need help, but I have literally no idea what I would even give you. Right. And then when, if you don't know somebody, you're not just going to be like, here are all my passwords and my credit cards and just take it all, you know, and no. take care of me. You're not going to do that. What I often recommend to people is, you know, one of two things, depending on like how time, you know, stressed they are. Say, look for about three days, write down everything you're doing. It's, it's a little annoying, but just do it. Maybe just even two days, just write it down. Like every little thing, answered an email or da, da 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 was on the phone or created a whatever write it all down um and then maybe just do that for one or two days and then after that i say look at that list and which one of those things if you didn't do your business would just shut down right and it's usually not that many and i say everything else you can outsource 
right? Um, or like, what things do you do that are in that are just because of who you are? It's your brain. Those things you need to do. But something that anyone else can do, anyone else can post on social media. Anyone else can respond to emails. Anyone else? I've even um, set up like catering for an event. And I, I can talk to the caterers. I can pay the caterers. I can make sure they're on time. I can show them where to set up the table. You know, and I've done all of that virtually. I wow. wasn't at the event. So the owner, all he had to do is prepare his PowerPoint. He had to show up and start talking. Everything else was cued and done by me in a totally different state. So wow. like my thing is, it's just like, don't, business owners have to stop thinking they are Superman, but they have to stop, you know, even Superman doesn't do all the things. Like he just does the one thing he saves the world and comes back. Like <laughs> you don't ever <laughs> see him. You don't even ever really see him doing like day-to-day -day things. I mean, that might be a bad example, but I'm just saying like, you can be a superhero to some extent, but even superheroes have support. He's so, not writing no articles. Lois is. Thank you. <laughs> and, I have not, and I've not seen him do his own laundry. You know what no. I mean? Like he's not doing that and he's not, you know, that sending his... must be musty. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes, exactly. So it's like, it's just recognizing that there are some things that are just best done by you. I if love you're, that though. Yeah. That's if so you're important. a speaker, mm -hmm, if you're a speaker, your voice is needed. I can't speak for you, but you know, I can, I can create the flyers. I can let people know your event. I can make sure that when your customers write in and they say, thank you, you know, cause some people just say thank you because it's, it's really good. I can reply back and like, you know, thank you for your support, whatever, whatever, you know, but maybe if they send their whole life story, even something like that, here's another thing. Some people are like, well, I want to personally reach out to my fans or whatever, but sometimes a person gets really busy. And if someone sends like a 10 page email, a business owner may not have the time for that, but as an assistant, I can read that email, condense it, and say, hey, Jose, this person wrote their story. These are the key points they really wanted you to know. And then use Jose can say, okay, I'll respond. You know, it's even stuff like that. And there's, of course, there's confidentiality and things that you have to take into account, but there's just so many ways an assistant can help. And the idea is to just make your burden lighter so that you can do you can work in your zone of genius. You can That's... do your brilliance and the assistant can do everything else. And it's a partnership. I love that. Uh, so there's, this is kind of like, um, not a two part question, but I think it's a two, two, I guess two part. So we have people who are, oh my God, I don't know what my skills and talents are. Maybe I should become a VA and start that as my own business. But then the other part is the person who already has a business and needs the VA. These two people, I think, would want to know what are some of the systems you have in place for yourself as a VA and how you help your clients. So like if you're someone who has, let's say a client wants to hire and they want to understand your strategy and your approach to supporting, what does that look like, right? I think that's mm -hmm. important. Like even if someone's like, let's say I'm a hot mess, I'm all over the place. I know I need help, but I have no idea how to configure this. And I'm going to bring you in to really help me and some more to build this. What is your strategy? 
know you mentioned how the person who's hiring you can strategize themselves, but what is your strategy? Yeah. And so again, it, it is done case by case. Some people, because I have conversations with people, I have like a discovery call or intro call, whatever you want to call it with people. And I get a sense of, and of course they fill out a questionnaire before we even get on a call. And so I get a sense of their business and, and what they need. And I like to just, add, there's two approaches. One of them, I can tell some people are coming to me because they have a lot of launches and projects coming and they just want general support. Someone to remind them when things are, need to be done and to just catch any gaps. And so for that person, I would say, okay, what are all the launch dates, right? And we would attack the first one and just work from the top. And, and um, if we can create like what's called a, uh, like standard operating procedures for everything, when we have everything written out for that first launch, all it's going to be is a copy and paste for the next one. And we just follow it again, right? Like almost like a checklist. Mm -hmm. And so for that kind of person, that's what I would do. For the person that's just like, I have no idea where to start. You know, they're a little bit more difficult to help. And that's why I would say, well, what, are, what is overwhelming you right now? And we would try to tackle that. But typically when they start talking about that one thing, it's like a rabbit hole of a bunch of other things. And I'll be writing it down, writing it down. And I just create priority list, you know, and I just, and I organize it by order of priority. You know, they might say, I want to, I don't know, I want to launch this thing. But then they're like, I don't even have a course platform. I don't know my brand colors. I don't even know how to set up. I haven't recorded the videos. And I'm like, okay. So you see what I mean? Like I would then have to reorganize their priorities because they're just getting excited. Oh, and yeah. So, yeah. They have all this energy. They're not sure how to really organize it and optimize it to really best fit. And you're going to absorb yeah. and take all that information, really organize it in a fashion that makes sense based on this order of operations mm -hmm. to really help them get set up for success. Yeah. Yeah. And for the business owner, that's like, I don't know what to outsource first. Again, just make a list of maybe some things you want to get done or that thing that you said you wanted to do back in March and we're in August and you still haven't done it. Ah. That thing. You know I mean? Thanks. <laughs> like, that thing. That, so sometimes it's just stuff like that. And I just say, you know, outsource something small because it is a, it's like, a, it's a relationship and you want to know that you can trust this person. Mm -hmm. And so you set up something, you, you, you know, you outsource something small. Maybe it's unsubscribing to all your junk email you know, and you give them access. Yeah. You give them access to your e e email and you can use LastPass to, you know, give them the information and that's a little bit secure or whatever. And you can start that way. Something small or, um, you know, hand engaging with your audience on your social media or managing your Facebook group. You start kind of small, something that if they forget to do it or they don't do it well, your whole business model is not going to collapse, right? And you're also building the trust tiers of this relationship with the person so that you can see how much more you can put on their plate exactly. to really develop what you're trying to create. I love yeah, that. So, mm -hmm. so what would you say about the person who wants to be the VA? Because you know, I think you came across it, you had a strategy and you had an approach and for you it was more of like, oh my God, I can actually do this. There's people out there that have no idea 
what to do with themselves and what they want to do in their life. And they're kind of like in this place of like, I really want to have my own business, but they don't know what that looks like. And maybe being a VA might help them in the beginning process of figuring out what they do because you can help people in so many different ways. What Mm -hmm. do you say to that person who wants to start this because they're interested and they're intrigued? How do they get started? What do they do? Yeah. So this is what I love about being a virtual assistant is it's kind of the perfect job for a jack of all trades. If you kind of like everything and you're kind of, and you're just dibble dabbling, it's perfect because you, it's not a set in stone thing that once you decide I'm going to be a a Pinterest assistant that you can't do anything else. Right. So my recommendation is try it all, but try it one at a time. So, um, if you find yourself always on Instagram, for example, why don't you go ahead and learn Instagram really well, make your Instagram beautiful Start looking for people who are, you know, need Instagram help. Ask a few people like, hey, I like start engaging, start being social on social. Let people know in your bio on Instagram, hey, I'm do social media management, something like that. And start positioning yourself as that thing. And people will start to reach out and then also get into, you know, find their Facebook, Facebook groups like how, you know, social media, social media managers, Facebook groups, something like that, get in there. There are job openings always listed like this and this business owner is looking for a social media manager. So that's what I would do. Then when you either, either you're going to decide, you're going to realize you like or hate managing social media. If when you're setting up your own, when you're starting to make yours, you know, better, you're going to start to realize, oh, I love this. I love creating the graphics and the captions and the engagement. I love it in the hashtags, or you're going to be like, I hate this. And then, you know, yeah. And then, and then, you know, you can stop and then you pick the next thing you could create. Maybe I'm, I'm on Facebook all the time. Learn Facebook, da, da, da. same thing. Repeat, rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat. Um, also, there are um, a lot of these groups like um, Digital Nomad is a Facebook group where there's a lot of virtual positions that are posted all the time. Start looking at the job description. Sometimes people just need someone to design graphics in Canva and get into Canva, learn Canva, create graphics for yourself. Again, it's the same thing. You'll either learn that you love it or that you hate it. So that's what I would do. And even there are times when I've added services or pivoted my services a little bit. That's exactly what I did. You try it for yourself, you know, and if you're like, this is kind of cool, start applying for jobs and, you know, that's, that's how you can do it. But really you can be an assistant for anything. Another thing that's really great is even if you go on, let's say you really like, I'm trying to think of something, something you really like is also a good way to approach. If you find yourself following a lot of fitness people or a lot of cooking, whatever's, Start learning that industry and pay attention. They're always looking for people, you know, oh, I need an assistant for this and that. And so you can also look for who you want to help based on an industry. If you love a certain industry, get in deep in there. You will start to find job openings. Um, People are always looking for help. So if you're looking to be an assistant, that's what I would do. And then LinkedIn's another great place to find people. Um, There's, you know, every, local businesses always need assistance because a lot of local businesses do not know 
how to be on social media, those brick and mortar restaurants and shops and whatever. So that's another wonderful place to start. Start right there in your hometown or whatever, wherever you are and reach out to these local businesses, especially now with the pandemic we're in, people are like, oh man, I guess we need to be online. So if you're pretty savvy on social media or the internet, they are a perfect market um, because, you know, they need to learn how to be on. So you're already a couple steps ahead of them. If you know how to use social media, you're already ahead of them. So you're an expert to them. So you go to this local business like, hey, I love your company. I would love to help you guys get on, you know, social media. And if they're already on the social media, you can ask, do you have someone managing? I'd love to manage your Facebook and help it grow and engage with your customers. So that's my long explanation. <laughs> no, I think that's a very detailed, helpful explanation because there's always steps to get to the point, but I think the whole thing was the point. So yeah. I really appreciate that because I think I even got some clarity. I'm like, oh, I didn't think about that. Those Facebook groups, let me tell you, they're blowing up like crazy and they're definitely providing people a lot of clarity, I would say, mm -hmm. to really understand their true purpose and at least be able to dive into conversations with people to engage. But you also have a Facebook group, right, Jacqueline? I do. It's called Optimize the Scale. It's like a freelancer support group. And that's where people can come and get uh, tips and learn how to become an assistant and also ask questions. Like if you want to figure it out and get help and I will mentor people one-on-one -on -one and get them launched, get them that's connected so awesome. with clients and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to put that in the show notes. So what do you say to, um, you know, people who are right now going through this pandemic, right, which we're still very much in, not going away anytime soon, mm. um, who are just a little unsure of like the direction their business might be going, but really could use the help and support of strategizing their business. Yeah. I will say right now in this pandemic, um, there's just so many ways you can approach this. I know that if if you don't know, let's say, basically, if you don't know, like, what your budget is going to be, like, I don't know if I can have an assistant forever and ever, you know, there are people who are maybe newer assistants that their rates, they just want experience, right? And so you can even, a lot of people are even bar bartering, like, help me with my Facebook group management and I can, you know, let you have my service, whatever your service is. So there are ways to ease into it. Um, is that what you're asking? Like ways yeah, to yeah. have someone come in. So bartering I've noticed has kind of come back as, <laughs> as a way of doing business because what we don't want to do is stop um, giving and receiving. You know, we don't want to stop spending and, and investing in other people and investing in small businesses and, and keeping the economy going, right? For sure. Because um, the economy keeps going by us, the actual people on the ground, and keeping the exchange of resources and money going, right? It's not, you know, uh, other the things. So, of it, yeah. Yeah, so we need to, I just say, like, find a way to in, invest in your business by having someone come and support you um, and I think if any, if everybody just, any business owner slows down for just a moment, they can think of things that they just hate to do. That's the list. Make a list of the things you hate to do, the things that take forever to do, 
And the things that you know someone else can do, it doesn't require your genius, right? So that that's the checklist. Everybody can make that list and then just start outsourcing it. And, you know, it can even be like if you have a niece or nephew that, you know, just needs to make a little pocket money, show them how, you know, ask them, hey, can you learn this resource? Or, hey, you're on Instagram a lot. Can you help me out with this and pay them, you know, you gotta, you gotta get savvy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You gotta get no, savvy. I, and once and once you have someone like a niece or a nephew or whoever do it for five bucks, you'll also know what it's like to explain your business to someone else, and then you can refine it. So when you hire a professional assistant, you've already had that experience of like fumbling through, like, oh yeah, okay, here's this, here's that, you know. So important. I love all this. So, where are all the places people can find you, Jacqueline? Because I think right now a lot of people who are trying to invest their time when they have a little time like for example for me i have a full-time job i'm trying mm-hmm. to make my business grow i know there are people out there that need to have you know the the day job to keep their side hustle going yeah. and if they're looking to hire someone i would love to have people come to you and you can teach them all the things and yeah. how, how do they find you tell us a little bit more about that sure I am on Instagram as the Jacqueline Howard and I say Jacqueline is spelled the correct way. (laughs) So, but you'll put it in the show notes. It's, you know, and then on um, Facebook as well, the group is called Optimize to Scale. And that's also the name of the podcast, Optimize to Scale. And I can be found in any of those places. Um, And I'm just excited to meet your people. Anyone who needs my help, it's, it's always helping others is my joy. So I'm, yes. I'm excited to help anybody. I love it. Well, Jacqueline, thank you so much for spending the time with us today. I really appreciate your time. I appreciate your expertise. I think this will be super helpful for people who are in the stage of their business where they're not really quite sure what to do next because they feel overwhelmed and burnt out by the things they're already doing. So helping them get systemized, organized, and optimized is your thing. And I'm really looking forward for people to listen into this episode and hear what you have to say. So thank you for being with us today. Awesome. Thanks, Jose. Hey, Chit Chatter, before you go, if you love this episode, head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review. I read every single one of them. It would mean the world to me. And if you love some free coaching, go ahead, like, subscribe, and in the review, leave us a comment Go ahead and screenshot it and then post it on over on Instagram stories and tag me at Jose Miguel Longo. Thank you so much for listening. All my love. And I can't wait for you to listen to the next episode.